nobody got into business for themselves saying, I needed more free time, so I started a business. That's (laughs) never happened. So, you know, it is your product. It is your service. It is your firm. Own it, sell it, be proud of it, show that air of confidence. And that's some of the different things that I have seen about being what I consider corporate ready. Welcome to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground, where we talk about supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity with everyone from academics, historians, and business leaders. With your hosts, Chloe Guidry-Reed and Adam Moore, you'll hear inspiring stories and practical tips for overcoming challenges and gaining insight into supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity. Let's dive in. We'd also like to thank TechCXO for its sponsorship of this podcast. Get proven hands-on C-suite executives to take on an interim role and provide fractional help in lead projects. TechCXO on-demand executive model consistently delivers time and cost savings of 50 to 75% compared to a full-time in-house function. They have helped their clients secure over $4 billion in debt and equity financing and have advised clients on over 200 transactions, including due diligence preparation, M&A, and financing alternatives. To learn more, please visit their website at techcxo.com. All right. Welcome back to an episode of Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. Always good to be back. Always good to be back. And today we have Adam in the hot seat. Well, hey, oh, it's my turn. Okay. Yes. I've changed, I've changed seats today. All right. Very good. We've had some recent conversations about being corporate ready. And yeah. I thought it was so important to just share this with our audience because I think so many small businesses really don't know what that means. And right. they may yeah. think that they are, yeah. but really explaining what it means to be corporate ready and to do business yeah. with corporations, I think is something that we definitely want our small business community mm-hmm. to to know and yeah. to understand. So let's talk about it. You okay, know, what let's it, do this. You know, yeah. dive right in. Adam. Okay. So in your opinion, you know, mm-hmm. what is what does it mean to be corporate ready? as a small business? What does that look like? I think what that means is kind of understanding where you fit in, understanding Mm -hmm. where you are in your own life cycle of development, understanding where the the corporates are uh, in their life cycles of of different things they've got going on. Are they in the middle of a merger? Are they uh, launching new products? Are they looking to expand into new territories? Uh, Have they started some new multicultural uh, campaigns. You have to be to be corporate ready. You have to have done a lot of research uh, right. on your 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 corporate. I like to think of it a lot as having done a lot of recon before you actually go and talk to them. Right? You understand. Right who's in what position, you understand what their kind of their core competencies are, uh, even understanding what do they stand for, right? So I think a lot of people don't mm-hmm. realize, but but corporates have very strong community uh, reinvestment and, and community statements on what they're trying to do to help move the proper conversations around social justice, to move the proper con- uh, conversations around what does it mean to help support underrepresented and under uh, underserved communities mm-hmm. and to understand what, what, what are they doing to help that out? Right. And, right. and understanding where maybe you fit in on that. The worst thing to do to a corporate to demonstrate you're not corporate ready is approach a corporate and say, hi, I'm so-and-so. What can I do to help make your life easier? My response would be, please understand what you're trying to sell me. That's going to make my life easier because I have <laughs> no idea how to help you right now. Right. Meaning they're, no. they're just going to offer a blanket 
yeah. solution based on yeah, what like, your needs are, yeah. whatever what, you what said. Can I do, okay. What can I do to help you out? And I'm like, I don't even know what you do in the first place. Right. I'd be like, right. give me a hundred grand. Yeah. A yeah, hundred grand, a uh, yes. house in the Bahamas. <laughs> right. Uh, that would be amazing. And I would be a much happier person now. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Corporate ready. Part one is knowing why you're approaching that corporate. Mm-hmm. Right. If it is, I don't know who you are, but I want to know more about what your corporation does so I can maybe th- feel like how my products and services would fit in. Say that up front. Yes. Be right? transparent. Be just transparent. Saying, hey, I, you know what? I've seen you on LinkedIn or I've read your stuff on LinkedIn. I think you guys are a fascinating firm. I'd love to learn more about you uh, and that type of thing. And then as they're describing it, try to throw in some questions to understand where maybe your product fits in. If you're a IT firm and you do implementations or you do networking consulting, mm-hmm. ask them, hey, are, you know, are you having these type of problems that I'm seeing in IT? They may or may not even know what you're talking about, but at least at that point, they have something to think about. And then the conversation leans itself to like, well, I don't know, but let me talk to so-and-so internally, or let me, let me see if I can set up a conversation between you and this other person to address that question, right? right? Just trying to walk in and a, a handshake and a smile, though nice, isn't going to really get you far with a corporation, right? right? right, right. Uh, and unfortunately, you know, I'm thinking about trade shows or I'm thinking about business opportunity exchanges, even though we're doing them all virtually, even though we're still doing them virtually at this point in time. But you as a corporate have talked to so many people about so mm-hmm. many different subjects. They are, I mean, you, you literally are almost on information overload, right? right? So understand what is your corporate your corporate partner going through just mm-hmm. trying to be there. So again, corporate ready is also in the how do I think holistically? How do I put myself in their place? Kind of understand maybe where they're sitting from and how I can approach and help them. Yeah. The other thing too is be ready to sell. Yeah. Right. Corporate ready is also making sure that whoever, whether it is you or somebody from your firm, if they're going to get on the phone and the phone is probably one of the hardest places to hear somebody, right? Right. Uh, I mean, even... I mean, we have the Zoom calls, we have all this stuff going on right now, but still, it still loses something, you know, as we're trying to listen to people. Right. And it's very easily to get distracted right now. Um, Mm. I mean, I hate to admit to it, but I actually had a person get on a phone call with me who had waited a month and a half, had waited a month and a half to have an introductory call to me. Mm -hmm. They got on the phone and they were so monotone and it was so dump, da, dump, da, dump, da, dump, da, dump. I fell asleep on the phone for 20 minutes. Oh, no. I mean, like was out cold um and it just don't waste that opportunity right but it came down to the person who was on the other end of the line didn't know how to keep somebody engaged Engaged. didn't know how to change pitch change intuition you know intonation that type of thing along in the conversation Hmm. and you know a lot of the things too is when i talk to people and a lot of people have come over here from other countries and they are starting great businesses but you have to make sure that whoever's selling you also has a good command of the language and it would be the yeah. same thing, too. If you and I try to start a, co- a, a company over in France or Germany or India, mm-hmm. you and I trying to then sell in that native <laughs> tongue probably could turn into a train wreck pretty fast. Right. So make sure whoever you have addressing your corporates is ready to address them to a point where they can follow along. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, that's a strong statement. I'm sure some people would be like, but, but, but you have to understand you might be one of a hundred different firms selling the same product that that corporate's talking to. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you only have one chance to get kind of in front of that person, make a good impression. Because if you're talking to supplier diversity professionals, remember, they have 
no signing authority. Well, at least the ones I know don't have any signing authority. They don't have mm-hmm. any sort of budget. They're the gatekeepers. Right. Right. They're the ones that know who on the back end is ready to buy, what they're looking for, what their issues are. They're mm-hmm. the ones with those connections that can say, yes, great product, great presentation. Let me introduce you to mm-hmm. these people behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Right. And if you can't get through that gate, trying to find it on your own is almost a navigation nightmare. Yeah. Right? And you can shortcut, you can shortcut a lot of things by making sure that you communicate properly up front. So, right, corporate ready is understanding where your corporate is, understanding right. what they want, being able to communicate in such a, a, a fashion that you can effectively um, demonstrate what it is that you're trying to sell, why you're trying to sell, and why they should should listen to you. Mm-hmm. Then the other thing too, understand what the sales cycle is going to be. I think we've talked about this before, but I, I can't, I would feel remiss if we didn't mention it again. Right. And that's just understand it's a long play. If you're going to go right. after a fortune 50 company, it's a long play. Yeah. And, and I think it's and, fine to ask too, like, where are you in the please. sales cycle yes. around yes. the solution and yes. product? I think oftentimes people don't ask that. Cause I, when no. I ask people, I'm like, well, when is the contract coming up? And they're like, I don't, that's a great question. I'm like, yeah, yeah, because those cycles only come up every two, sometimes three is generally, and sometimes five, it's rare that you see every year contracts, you know? So it's, that's almost a a non-existent. That's a unicorn in our, in our industries, Um, you know? And so it's those type of things, right? It's, it's really understanding what it means. And I'll tell you, I've talked to a lot of very, bright young minds who have been out here doing some great things and they get in front of their first few corporates and it's just like shell shock by the time they're they're, they're done mm. right you know but, we've had I mean, some ep- yeah but you're i mean it, you know what i've heard from you is just being vulnerable and being authentic so you don't Correct. have to necessarily come with all this you know pitch no. that's hard for you to remember no. or to be nervous nope. like just really be your authentic self and exactly. being transparent and vulnerable like if you don't know the organization like Here's a little bit about what I do. I'm here to yeah. learn more about what, yep. what you guys do and the type of opportunities that you have. Yep. And be positive. I can't tell you how many times I've had somebody come in and mm-hmm. they're and they're trying, I think, in in essence, to be humble. And they're like, hi, I do such and such, but you guys probably aren't interested. Oh, you know, and the very first yeah. thought is like, so why are we talking? <laughs> you know, <laughs> it's it, like but you're it's, it's, you're killing yourself before you, you even get yeah, an opportunity. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. I find myself going, Oh no, let me hear what you have to say. So just be confident in your pitch and, and yeah. realize that they're going to be no's right before you get some yeses and just but understand how are you that, supposed to get a yes if you are already saying no. Exactly. Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, I think, and I think, you know, Chloe, we talk about all the time, you know, understanding our, our whys and our, and our end game and being positive about it. Right. It's it, owning your own business is a tough, is a tough game. Right. It just is, right? Nobody got into business for themselves saying, I needed more free time, so I started a business. That's <laughs> never happened. So, you know, it is your product. It is your service. It is your firm. Own it. Sell it. Be proud of it. Show that air of confidence. And that's some of the different things that I have seen about being what I consider corporate ready, right? right. The other the other term we choose to is show floor ready, right? But to, to understand what you're going to do out on a show floor when I you're walking it. up and down rows and rows and rows of booths and you think you've said the same thing a thousand times. Understand the corporates have also said the same thing a thousand times. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And, you know, a, one of the things you mentioned about supplier diversity, people mm-hmm. are, you know, sort of the gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. I never really thought about it that way. I mean, the way I had historically thought about it is more as like, you know, they're kind of your internal champion. I mean, they right. kind of help you with just like navigating 
yep. the inside. So if you think of them more as an advocate of yours, as opposed right. to someone that you're pitching to, maybe you don't right. necessarily have to be so nervous. And yes. really That's this a great person, time. Yes. yeah, you know, yes. you don't have to be so nervous. And really this person is here to help you and passionate about mm-hmm. helping you and getting oh, you yeah. in front of the right people. So oh, yeah. if you think of them as an ally and, you know, really kind of come to them like, this is what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. Like, let me know if it's something that's right for this organization and help educate yep. me about these kind of things. I think if you come at it from that perspective, I think it's easier to be authentic and right. easier to be vulnerable. Yeah, most definitely. You know, and if you know somebody that uh, has started a business and, and maybe you, you, you know, you have a relationship with them and you guys are attending a, a show together, kind of have them be your wing person so they can help you uh, not feel alone out there that they can right. kind of say, Hey, that was a great pitch. Or maybe you should have thought about it this way, or you've used the same word of like 15 times during <laughs> in the same sentence, you know, some, some different, right. you know, just observations, yeah. like perspectives, right. Yeah. It's always good to, to have a, ba- uh, a buddy, uh, right before you go into something like that. So, I mean, again, a wingman is good for a every situation. Is great for every, every situation. situation. Yes, every situation. most definitely. We'd like to thank the University of Georgia Supply Chain Advisory Board for sponsoring Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. In addition to ensuring the UGA supply chain curriculum meets employers' needs, the board also connects employers with highly qualified students. Join corporate board members like Johnson & Johnson, Home Depot, and the Chick-fil-A to discover and hire tomorrow's supply chain innovators today. To learn more, go to www.terry.uga.edu, click on alumni, and find the Supply Chain Advisory Board there. I'm so glad that we got a chance to really sort of demystify what it means to be corporate yes. ready for so yes. many of these these companies. Because I think, you know, you don't know. You don't know yeah, if, you, right. if you don't you ask. Don't and yeah. You got exactly. to know to ask the right questions. So, yeah. You got to know to ask the right questions. You do have to be ready for several different scenarios on how you might re- run into a corporate or how that, that might come up. And, you know, a lot of people feel like they have to pick, you know, practice that perfect 30-second elevator pitch, yeah. right? And there's so many different competitions around that and that type of thing. Really, the elevator pitch is just, hi, I'm so-and-so. This is my product. It's kind of an odd time to talk because we're both not prepared for it. Can I give you my card? <laughs> Can I reach out to you on LinkedIn? Can I, you know... I love it. You, I love it. Yeah, meet you for a cup of coffee. Don't think that, oh my goodness, so-and-so standing right beside me. This is my only chance to pitch him. I better pitch right now. And you go into this robotic 30-second elevator pitch. Think outside the box, right? I mean... Ask them, say, hey, this is great. Here's my card. Can I get your card? Can I reach out to you after this and get an introductory call? That type of thing. Don't feel that you have to pitch them right then. If you don't feel ready to pitch or that's not the right time to pitch, it's like I tell people all the time, you decide where you engage. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. You decide where you engage. Don't feel that because this is the your one only time in front of this corporate. Great. Make the introduction. Get the exchange of information. Get them to commit to a quick call to a follow-up email to a, you know, a cup of coffee, you know, outside of the showroom floor hours, that type of thing. Find where you're comfortable pitching and get them in that arena to pitch them. Because when you're comfortable, they'll be receptive. Right, right, right. And I think it also just shows a level of, you know, empathy in that, you know, it's not all about me. Like I'm trying to be respectful that you are probably trying to get somewhere or we're on an elevator and it isn't the best time to be pitching. But so many things these days, particularly in tech is why I was laughing. There's so many of these, (laughs) like, you know, what's your 90 second pitch? What's your three minute pitch? What's your 20 minute pitch? And 
while I think that it's good in that it helps you really target your value proposition, sure. yep. I think it's tough because what you say really is contingent upon who you're talking to. Yeah. And when we go back to being thoughtful and authentic is knowing your audience. And so having the same spiel, you know, every time it, 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 yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't seem authentic. And if you're not really speaking to your audience and their particular role, it's just, it's tough. It's tough to make a connection there. Oh yeah. Most definitely. Most definitely. And then you won't be memorable, right? I mean, that's the number one Mm -hmm. thing about uh, uh, in sales is right. It's be memorable. For something. Right. And so on that vein, you know, when you talk mm-hmm. about conferences and people are, you know, you, you've probably talked to a hundred plus people a day. What is right. something that's really like stood out to you that someone's done where you're, where you've remembered them out of, you know, the, the millions of pitches, people that you've yeah. talked to in a conference? I think that's, that's great. The best pitches I've ever gotten is when I hadn't been pitched like right. at all. Right. They took the time to go look at my LinkedIn profile or yeah. to understand who they were talking to. Um, and they said, Hey, you know, your specialty is contingent labor. We're contingent labor. You know what we do. We know what you do. This, you know, everybody understands the industry. So I don't really need to pitch you on our services. You can probably guess what they are. Yeah. But I would love to start a relationship with you so that when the need comes or an opportunity arises, you would think about us. Yeah. That's perfect. You guys just need to just like write that all down because that was perfect. Exactly. Exactly. So if you are going to go talk to somebody who does cloud infrastructure and they've done cloud infrastructure for five years, they know about cloud infrastructure and they know everything that you do already because they do it every day. Right. (laughs) So don't think that you have to explain what a great cloud implementer you are. Say, hey, we also do it. We know you know how we do it. So we're not going to waste your time by explaining to you why cloud infrastructure is important. But we would really like to start a relationship with you, get to know you so you could get comfortable with us. So that if an opportunity comes around, and guess what this all comes down to everybody is relationships. It comes down to relationships. That's it. Yep. It's all about it, 100%. So building those relationships are so critical. Always, 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 always. It's, you know, this. It, we're not selling used cars. Well, right. some of you may be. I don't know. Maybe you are selling used cars. In my and <laughs> Chloe's world, we're not selling used cars. But anyhow, it, but it does come down to relationship, right? It's not I only have this one interaction to make a sale with you. I realize that it's going to take multiple interactions over multiple months to get the sale. Right. Right. And so therefore I don't have to try to cram everything I do into a 10, 15 minute presentation or a 30 second elevator pitch. You're absolutely right. I think just being yourself and being mm-hmm. thoughtful about, you know, what you, how you want, how you would want to be approached, honestly. Yeah. How would you like to be sold? You know, I, I tell people all the time, I was like, you know, this, this is really all like dating, right? Because it's all about relationship. And honestly, right, when we were all single, well, Chloe and I are no longer single, so I don't know about anybody else. But when we were single, yeah, it was about, can I get the phone number? Can I get mm. the follow-up call? Mm-hmm. Can I get the cup of coffee? Can I get the call after the cup of coffee? You're right. They want me to call them after the cup of coffee, right? <laughs> so if you think about your corporate prospect like that and you treat them with that kind of that same um, courting mentality, courting mentality, exactly, yes. yeah. and understand that the sale isn't that night, right? The sale isn't that day. <laughs> Right. You're not right? trying to close them it, right away. It's a little, trying, little too fast. No, a little too fast. A little too fast. A little fast. A little fast. So and if you take that mentality of, you know what, a victory for me is a brand new contact and a new phone number and a follow-up call, boom. Right. You got it. Right. 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 You're on the right path. 
because none of us come to conferences with masters in our pockets. I say that all the time. None of us have product orders, SOWs, or master agreements with us. Right, right. Well, now I have heard a couple of small businesses say, um, I was actually talking to one the other day. Mm-hmm. You know, I've developed this great relationship with this one person, you know, uh-huh. within the organization, but it's very hard for me to, you know, move it along to an opportunity. I mean, right. they're a really great friend of mine and I just don't know really how, you know, I feel like I'm staying on top of them and it's, you know, but th- there's no opportunities that are coming. And yeah. I was just thinking of, about that is like making sure that, you know, you're staying on top of, you know, what's the best way for some of these people to stay on top of you know, the upcoming opportunities that an organization may have, but also still maintain, you know, these interpersonal relationships that, you know, are are mutually beneficial. Sure. So it all depends, right? So there's there's several different things to think about. Don't be afraid to ask the question. Don't be afraid to say, hey, look, do you think there's going to be an opportunity? Is this any, you know, it's like you and I are having great conversations, but time's money. Time is money. Time is money. And and if it's just not going to lead to anything, just... Let it just, go. Just let just it go. Just let it go and say, just hey, let look, it go I, out of your pipeline. Just let yep. it go out of your pipeline. Remind them, say, hey, look, I'll always be here. You have my card. I have your card. If things change, please feel free to reach out to me. But I'm going to stop, you know, don't, I was about to say, I'm going to stop contacting, but you don't have to say it quite that bluntly because we do want the follow up call. But, you know, just let them know. I was like, hey, but thank you very much. And then just kind of let the relationship kind of peter out, right? It's not like, so we said it was a lot like dating, but it's not like dating in that you don't have to have the, hey, we just broke up conversation either, right? Right. You can let them down gently. Or keep them in your, you know, keep them in your funnel to like they get good, you know, communication. You know, exactly. keep them engaged in what's going on so you can still stay top of exactly. mind but without maybe, being top of right. mind. Exactly. But maybe you've moved that over to your automated CRM software. Exactly. Right? And they're getting a quarterly email from you, but you're not spending your sales time on the phone with them. Absolutely. Right? This is marketing. Exactly. Yes. So th- yes. it's all it's all marketing. And you have to you have to be realistic with yourself on the value of that relationship with right. that person inside the corporate that you're trying to get into. Mm-hmm. Right. Have you ever seen any small businesses or suppliers that you guys have worked with sort of burn bridges by any sort of behavior? Yes, 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 yes. I'd love to hear at least, you know, (laughs) one of the major ones. Just as, you know, if we're talking about dues, we definitely want to share all the don'ts don'ts as well. Don'ts. Mm -hmm. Um, Don't have a conversation with a supplier diversity manager or any point of contact uh, inside that corporate and then throw their name around when you call 15 other people inside that same organization, thinking that if you have one name, everybody else is going to talk to you as well. Because I can't tell you how many times I've had conversations with people inside my institution. They're like, hey, do you know such and such company? I'm like, yep. They're like, well, just so you know, they've contacted 30 of us in this department saying that they've had a conversation with you and that, you know. You told them to reach out to us. (laughs) Exactly. No. You know, don't do that. Don't find one name and then just try to beat it into the ground. Um, the uh, Some of the other don'ts is if you are cold calling inside the organization and you're not getting a response, it's probably better to stop because what's going to happen is eventually somebody might come around and say, hey, this is a great company. And somebody else is going to sit there and go, yeah, but if the 20 cold call emails that we got, I think we'll take a hard pass on this one. Yeah. yeah. Right. It's, it's a balance. It's a balancing act, right? It's all understanding of how much is too much, how much is too little and what's just right. It's the, kind of the, you know, understanding that homeostatic 
portion that we have to stay in. It's, it, marketing is an art. I had that explained to me one time. Marketing and, and relationship building is an art. There is, it's definitely an art and a science to it, for sure. Yep. You've got to yep. know, and we talk about that balance, that's yep. the science part of it, because it's like, what is the right combination of reach out versus, you know, what are the right kind of touch points, you know, that you can have yep. with an individual yep. before it yep. becomes too much? Yep. Um, and I think you're right. There's a very thin line between it. It's a it's very like, thin line. Oh, and it's yes, easy to cross aggressive. it and maybe not knowing you've done it. Yep. Exactly. It's it's yeah. like, oh, you've been aggressive and thoughtful and I appreciate all your follow-up mm-hmm. to then one step over and you're like, God, this person is insane. It's like they will not take no for an answer. Right. Right. right yeah. So right. It, reading your audience, right? We talk about that sometimes too. It's, it's just reading yeah. your audience and, and knowing how that's going. So it's a lot. It's a lot. When when we decide to take these these journeys, it is a lot to think about. That's for sure. It is. It is a lot to think about. But it's it's good that I think for a lot of the small businesses that we mm-hmm. work with, that they have these internal advocates, because yep. what I will say is, you know, a lot of what we're saying is, is very unique to, you know, our personal situations and right. what we've experienced. Right. Every organization is different. And, and so it's so key. And I think that that is, you know, understanding, you know, what the industry is all about, understanding yep. the individual and really sort of being transparent and vulnerable with yeah. them and saying, help yeah. me just navigate your organization. Exactly. And if you don't know, just ask the question up front. Hey, how how would you like me to contact you? What does what does talking to you look like? Is that eight weeks, every quarter? You know, and I can't tell you how many times I've had a, a call with a group and they're like, so we were thinking about maybe a quarterly cadence for follow-up calls. I'm like, that's great. You know, so ask what is a good cadence? Don't, yeah. don't be, don't be afraid to ask. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it, it, it's again, know your eyes and ask, don't be afraid to ask the question. If you don't know, just ask the question. Well, I think these are all really, really good tips for our, for our listeners. And yeah, we I want appreciate you, guys you to sharing succeed. all your insights. You. Yes. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, you know, I, I, uh, uh, I want to see all y'all uh, succeed and grow your businesses and uh, become the, the the true business rock stars that we know you all can be. I love it. I love it. I love it. All right. Well, thank you for thank joining you. us again yes. for another episode. Yes. Thank you, guys. And please comment, share your yes. feedback. If you have yep. any topics that you would like for us to cover, please oh, yes. feel free to to send them our way. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Breaking Barriers, Building a Higher Ground. We are grateful for the time you spend with us and participating in these conversations. Please review and rate and share our show as we are focused on growing awareness in the supply chain inclusion and supplier diversity space. If you'd like more information, please visit us at higherground.io. That's H-I-R-E ground dot I-O. Thank you for being here and we look forward to seeing you next week.